You're listening to the City Lights Equipping Podcast, where we are helping you identify your next step in exalting Jesus and extending the kingdom of heaven right where you are. If this podcast encourages or challenges you, please leave us feedback on our iTunes channel and share on your social media to help more people discover the very same things that are stirring you in your walk with the Lord. podcast listener it is wednesday i'm oliver wong and to my left is christopher allen armfield and uh i have uh long hair now as chris mentioned on sunday service mm. you mentioned it well i said it's you changing had... daily and growing longer yeah and i just mentioned just for clarity's sake not that anybody's asking besides you and me but potentially i just said i like your comb over today or you have right. a comb over today and i immediately went now listen heard, yeah. back in the day people called the comb over for people who are balding. I said, I'm not calling that. You this day. I said, not you don't have that day, right. This day. And I said still... that. Now, I didn't know that didn't sit well with you <laughs> because you're like, Chris, no, it's only the bald. And I go, no, it's not. A comb over is like what uh, Mumford and Sons started. Like, the, you know, and you're not. Hillsong Church has never heard Jim Gaffigan. Sure. Because they're famous for all kinds of mulletousness yeah. in their history. And so what we would like to Mul- understand, though, is you are a comb over uh Un- Lomain. L- untamed Lomain. L- yes. It's an comb over, untamed Lomain. Lomain. It, we're, we're dropping comb over. Yeah. It's the untamed Lomain. So that's important. That's how we're starting today. That's our, you know, that's that one's, as we say, is free. Mm-hmm. That's not why you listen, but you always get some sort of random fact or thought. That was the most pressing. That shows how deep we are or are not. Or, or shallow. Yeah. Right. Why well, don't you get us into who we are, what we're doing here today? Yeah, well, we have been on a bit of a highest, as, as far as equipping podcasts goes, we've been focusing on equipping environments. It's been a wonderful three-week time to focus on extend value for our church at City Lights yeah. at the Children's Museum. It's been a wonderful, wonderful time, but equipping uh, podcast is actually going to debrief. Um, it's going to discuss some of the topics that have already been there. So if you've been, not been at equipping environment, or if you were and you just want to rehash, the next three weeks we're going to be focusing on the three topics we talked about in EE, which are uh, prayer, presence, and power. Um, and that is how we define Extend Culture. So this equipping podcast exists to help us take next steps um, towards Jesus, with Jesus, together. And we've talked about all sorts of things that you can find on the podcast the prior to, which is vulnerability and things like conflict and peacemaking and peacekeeping. But this will specifically focus on our EE topic, which is extending the kingdom of heaven, mm-hmm. seeing heaven coming to earth through you. Yeah. And so whether you're at the equipping uh, environment or not, this is a great opportunity to do a catch-up or a debrief on some of the stuff that's been making our heartbeat fast recently. Right. And I, I think just in case you're listening and go, oh, well, this one's titled Prayer and it's about prayer. I don't need to hear this one. Listen, we are not, just to call it out real quick, when we say prayer, we believe in the, the just the wholeness of that word and the purity of that word, which was, as Jesus showed us, was just an ongoing conversation. Uh, these are kind of look-aheads foreshadowing. Paul talked about praying in the context of not just description without ceasing, but right. prescription, which right. means this is what we do and do it. And so we're not just talking about uh, fingers crossed, before dinner, uh, at bedtime, although we're including that, we're talking about really receiving and living in that relationship with God. So just don't, what I'm saying is be careful to think like, oh, I got that thing down or like, I'm not interested in it. This is a really significant word that we've chosen that is really going to encapsulate a lot of stuff together. So we're excited about it. Well, the key takeaway that I had from the equipment environment, as you taught the first two sessions, Chris, as we focus today on the topic of prayer, you focus a lot on prayer and prayer not being something we just open and close a day with, but something we do everything in between. Mm-hmm. Prayer being a literal 
uh, you know, may I say portal or at least a vehicle for um, seeing the reality of heaven yeah. um, and walking in that reality. Prayer being something that we do as we walk, as yeah. we talk, right. as we do life, as we do everything in our world and daily living is an opportunity to see heaven mm-hmm. um, all around us. That's the way that I define heaven. How did you define heaven or how would you describe that? Well, yeah, we, you know, the title of our talk of three sessions on Extend was really about heaven meeting earth through you. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that became really pressing for us as a church as we were trying to equip people was that when we're thinking about equipping people to extend, we really need to think biblically slash rightly about what heaven is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in some ways, where? And then really, maybe the best W word is when, mm-hmm. <laughs> when heaven is. And so I think when we started to ask people, hey, give us some feedback. What do you, what's God's putting on your heart? What stood out to you? One of the most loud and clear things we heard was, it really is our truth to trust today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was this, that heaven needs to be rightly understood as a destination place at our death. But until we physically die, heaven meets earth through people Huge. like me like you. You are the destination point where heaven meets earth. So let me just say it a little bit faster. Heaven meets earth through you. What about, well, heaven I thought was a place I think about and I, you know, I get salvation for when I die. Well, that is to think, um, it's to really discard the next however many years of your life and go, it's just about a door open down there. No, when Jesus did what he did, when the gospel came to us, when the power of God, the uh, power of the Holy Spirit that raised us from the dead came to us, heaven in an open open portal or open conversation, all of this is in the context of relationship, which is important to remember. The relationship we have with God that we foresee in heaven and hope for has actually already been given to us now. So therefore, so yes, heaven is rightfully talked about as a destination at death. However, God intends, and we'll prove it today, God intends, and he has designed heaven to move through earth Mm-hmm. through us. Mm-hmm. You and me is believing in him. So if heaven has a destination, I'd say it's where a follower of Christ is today. And that's significant as we think about what it looks like to extend heaven right where we are. One of the images that became an anchor and a centerpiece for our conversation at EE is also something that we've um, been able to transpose onto a, a card to hand out at, at our at our this coming Sunday um, at Sunday service. But it's a painting that we actually have in my office right here. I'm looking at it as we speak. It's a beautiful painting that you did and rendered um, just specifically after T.J. Delucia, one of the people in the Equipment Environment Raises mm-hmm. Hand and made a comment and just began what turned into the entire first session, a conversation about heaven not being later or just a later, just but heaven later. being now. Yeah. Heaven being something that as soon as we step into eternal life, there's eternal life now. Heaven yeah. is available now. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done now mm-hmm. on earth as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a huge uh, eye-opener. And so I'm just looking at this painting, this canvas now, and, and looking at some of the dynamics. You have um, really the... The crux, uh, the, the the crux of the narrative of humanity down below of good and mm-hmm. evil, light and darkness contending, and above, just out of reach and probably out of sight for most, is this beautiful tapestry of colors and possibility where nothing is impossible, where relationship goes on and intimacy goes on yeah. without um, interruption. That's some of the picture and the verbiage that we used and mm-hmm. saw during equipping environments in terms of how we define heaven. And the thing I wanted to talk about today and focus on is just one little dynamic and aspect, which is the girl that's underneath the cloud that you represent in heaven. And yeah. we'd love to invite all of you guys that are listening to get a, get your hands on this photo to give image and, and kind of preach a thousand words rather than just those that are on this podcast. The mm-hmm. picture tells a thousand words. Anyways, back to the, 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 
the picture that I'm looking at here, the girl has an umbrella mm-hmm. that she's holding, mm-hmm. and it's actually blocking her from the potential of heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about, mm-hmm. focus in on that umbrella. What does that mean? Why did you put it there, and how does it help tell the story? Yeah, sure. Well, um, yeah, the, the painting uh, really did, it was inspired from T.J. Delucia's comment, and it was actually our opening, I think my opening question. I just said, yeah. when you guys hear the, the statement, heaven meets earth through you, what comes to mind? And TJ made a comment like um, unrestricted relationship, unrestricted access to God, kind of like a no boundary, no no blocks. And uh-huh. it really stirred me. I mean, yeah. really stirred me, obviously, because it became, uh, at least it became this painting. And there's another painting actually in my mind, but it'll just take longer to do. Uh, and I believe that language, you called out this language at the end of first session. Um, I don't know if it came out of my mouth or yours, but when you said it, I went, ooh, I love that, Oliver. Uh, and it was just basically like, we're the lid for heaven. Mm. Um, we are the limit, not God. Uh, the only closed heaven, I remember you saying this, the only closed heaven or the only block, only obstacle is between our ears. And I, I just loved that language. I thought it was really good mm-hmm. pictures of a lid being lifted. And that, I think that's what happened the first week. Um, the lid was getting lifted off. If we put a cap on what we thought or where heaven was, it started to get lifted. So mm-hmm. what I mean by, by that image is that heaven is open. If you see the painting, and again, we want you guys to, to let us know on iTunes or let us know at citylights.cc, mm-hmm. info at citylights.cc, and we will mail you uh, one of these images because we want you to have that so that you can, um, you can enjoy it. And there's, there'll be points on the back for you to follow as well. But ultimately, the painting shows that by the power of the Holy Spirit, heaven really is um, accessible. And not just heaven. This is something important. We talked about heaven in the context of relationship with God, not moving into my subdivision in heaven and getting a Rolls Royce made out of gold. We talked about being in relationship. Heaven is all about relationship. Holy Spirit, now within a believer, restores that relationship with the God of heaven, the champion of heaven, Jesus, the Father of heaven. So we're, we're united, and heaven literally pours out. So in the painting, there are uh, heaven is literally raining down, and there is a figure, a male figure, with an umbrella over the woman's head. The illustration, what I'm trying to demonstrate, is that the, the umbrella is a good intention. It's almost gentlemanly, like, hey, come underneath this shelter. I'll protect you. Mm-hmm. Here's what's safe. I'll keep you from the storm. But ultimately, the storm is the power and presence and provision of God. Mm-hmm. And sometimes wow. we we miss that with a good intention of look what the enemies do or look what's happening when God's actually trying to bring about change or blessing in that way. Much like when Moses shows up in Egypt and says, do you want to leave? And they're like, actually, we've gotten very comfortable mm-hmm. in our slavery. Right. And they always want to go back. So that's a little side note. So let me give you specific. The umbrella demonstrates intentionally good things, so good intention things like maybe church tradition, family tradition, statements are like, this is just how we do it, or this is, this is the best thing, or don't challenge that, or no, God couldn't this, or God wouldn't that, or if that happens, it infringes on X, Y, Z. Listen, those comments could be very true and right, but if they're not tested in the context of the biblical scripture sure. and the illumination of Holy Spirit about those things, we could actually be hindering mm-hmm. that which God's already given. So in, in, a, in an intention to help, we could be bringing about a protection that actually hurts. So traditions can actually prevent us mm-hmm. from walking in our heavenly identity on earth. Can you believe that? Like mm-hmm. well-intentioned, churchy, Christian things mm-hmm. could actually prevent and hurt rather than help mm-hmm. heaven coming to earth through you. Yeah. Uh, the, the, as I remember, T.G. DeLucia was talking about the scripture that you opened up the first session with, which was from Ephesians 4, talking about the stature of Christ. And the non-example or the anti-example of what you're saying would be, if we, I put the lid as, or the or the limit as, 
you know, a hero in the faith of mine, somebody that's either dead or somebody that's alive. Mm -hmm. But Billy Graham was a name that came up a lot, mm -hmm. and most people could look to admire him. Mm -hmm. And what I think you are inviting us to do in terms of lifting the umbrella, a synonym could be lifting the uh, the expectation yes. or the sideways Excellent. measuring stick of that saint or this saint. Well, right. Ephesians tells us to look higher than that, to look at Christ as our as our what you said is our measure and our model. Right. Uh, he didn't play the God card, and in a sense. He not only rescued rec rescued us from sin, but also set the mode and model for how we could live life here. Yes. Um, and so I I, I love followed that. up on the back end with the teaching, um, in some part from uh, the Lord's Prayer, uh, on the basis that, of course, he's not going to tell us to ask for something he doesn't want to give us. Heaven is the place where our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, where, where we have uh, clear and uninterrupted understanding of who God is in his holiness, his love, his power, his mercy. Yes. Heaven is the place where God is known. Yes. Heaven is the place where kingdom come. Heaven is the place where nothing is impossible, where anything up there could happen down here yes. according to his will. Awesome. Provision, give us our daily bread. Heaven is the place where God perfectly provides for my portion in every need. Yeah. Look at the, think of the lilies of the field or the birds of, of the air. Do they not toil or reap? Mm -hmm. That's where heaven is, where he perfectly provides. Mm. It goes on to talk about forgiveness between you and me mm. and others, where there's uninterrupted intimacy. Heaven's not a place where there's a fence and division. It's a place mm. where there's unity. Mm. And so that's where heaven is. Heaven mm. is a place where we're free from temptation. That was a huge one that came up. Are you telling me that I could live uh, and not fall to temptation? If Jesus did it, then he's the model. He's the mode. Yes, yeah. we absolutely can. And so um, are the streets paved with gold? No. Do we have full, ever full reality of heaven You know, in its actuality down here? We have in part is what it's yeah, been said by Paul. Good. We have in part. We have shadows of glory. Right. But that is to say, the uh, the shift of kingdom come and heaven making its way to earth. This is what Jesus preached all the time. He didn't say he he never really preached go to heaven when you die. He always preached kingdom is here, always in your midst. That's right. what he was always preaching. Right. And so yeah. it's not made perfect, but it is in process. And yeah. his kingdom is alive. It is here and is incumbent. Yeah, I, you. I mean, you just said so many good things. One thought that really sticks with me, kind of summing up what you just said, is when heaven doesn't come to earth in the way we hope, expect, or believe. For instance, we actually had a, um, a young family share their testimony uh, week th two or three about um, how they hoped that God would help them within their miscarriage, um, not have to go into surgery, and we prayed and believed, and it didn't happen, and God, God did show up, but in a different way. And this is not a back, like, you know, like making excuses for God kind of thing. Genuinely, I do want to testify Though God may not do everything we ask, mm. um, and he's not impotent, he's not uh, distant, he is present, God, I will testify this, though we have in part now, we will physically die, there is still disease, we will still healing, we'll see healing at times, we'll mm -hmm. see provision at times. Absolutely. But what I would say is this, if, if God, let's say financial provision doesn't happen for you, I'm 100% positive that God is doing something right there. Right. Uh, and it, it's not just, oh, he's going to do it two years from now. I'm like, no, he's doing something right now. I'm right. positive. Right. Because from equipping environment to today, it's been, I don't know, two weeks since we've had some of these conversations, three weeks. I've heard testimony after story after story after story. We're going to hear some today, actually, from Katie Fink. Um, we've heard story after story mm -hmm. of people saying, here's what I hoped God would do, but here's what he did. And it actually ended up being more layered, more mm -hmm. varied. And, and in some ways, things I didn't even know I needed had, had he done what I asked. So mm -hmm. I just want to commend to you, podcast listener, if you're in a place of want, if you're in a place of hope, and you're in a place of lack, um, I just want to ask you maybe to sit back a little bit and look a little wider and just say, God, are you up to something else that you're doing? I want to be receptive to how you're at work. Because heaven is on the move, and it's 
on the move through his church. It's on the move through people who are believing in Christ. So I just, I just mm-hmm. love how you just talked about Jesus' prayer is really opening that, that dialogue, that conversation, opening that relationship, which really then, I think it gives us our myth. Our, mm-hmm. our, we should call it a myth. Our, tr- our truth to trust is that heaven really is right now, and it's later. It's later and right now. Our truth to trust is that heaven does meet earth through us. Um, and, and that it's a destination and it's a right now. But our myth to call out, I'd like to just say, is that the myth is this, that prayer really is just something we do in the morning, something we do in the evening. It's these, these moments in between, or the moment, when the, the myth is that ultimately that's the myth, that it's supposed to be just stuck to moments when it's mm-hmm. actually a relationship mm-hmm. that's ongoing, ongoing all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that's, that's really powerful. Yeah, and I will give a little extra texture to that as far as the truth to trust. Prayer is not just something that happens in the morning and evening, but something that happens everywhere in between in every, in every moment. Um, one of the, my favorite moments of the EE is when you, you know, obviously hypothetically said our good friend Craig, Craig Vietti was sitting to your right, <laughs> and you opened up to the floor, what if Craig Vietti died right now? What would we do? Mm-hmm. And there were lots of different responses. One was called 911. Okay, that's a great response. Yeah. Another one was saying, you know, like, is he, you know, what was his faith like yeah. here on earth? That was another concern or right. question. How are we going to, to move forward? But I, I think it was James Mills that was up front and raised yeah. his hand. And, and his was, the to me, the loudest and the most center, centered answer for what we define as conversation or prayer with God. Yeah. The most important question we can ask during prayer is, God, what are you doing? Yes. What are you saying? That's the awesome. most important thing. And, and, and that mm. really led mm. to what we've defined. And I'll try and, I don't know if we can really get into it right now. I'd love to, but we're short on time. But it defined really what we call a yellow light culture evolved into a stoplight before with a red light and a green light and a yellow light. And there's different cultures and beliefs on healing, on breakthrough, on what happens when you make a request of God mm-hmm. in and outside of his will. And mm-hmm. what we mean by yellow light church is that yes, God still moves. And yes, we believe that when he says kingdom come will be done on earth as in heaven, that means that he is going to do heavenly things in our midst, that Absolutely. we're not waiting beyond the tomb Absolutely. to find that. We actually find heaven here, right where we are right now. But here is the filter of that is mm-hmm. that it's all lens through relationship. It's Amen. all lens through intimacy. And awesome. so that is where the question of surrender, when I say, what is God saying and what is he doing? So that's good. a, that's a position, right? It's a heart mm-hmm. position. It's a mm-hmm. mind position of surrender and say, mm-hmm. I have a will, but I want your will to be done mm-hmm. on earth as it is in heaven. That's yeah. the, that's the way that we respond. And yeah. so just wanted to, to, to kind of clarify that the myth today is that prayer is something that we do on a moment's basis. It's yeah. something we start and end the day with. And we are trying to open up the reality that heaven is everywhere. So every moment that's is great. the moment for prayer yeah. and asking the question, what are you doing? Well, Oliver, I mean, goodness gracious, podcast listener, you might need to um, hit rewind and just listen to what Oliver said again. That was just so clear, bro. Well done. Thank you. Uh, and so we are going to talk more about yellow light church and yeah. yellow light culture because it's just we really believe that's how Jesus operated. We'll talk about that actually some next week, mm-hmm. um, next session. So let's just let's just speak to a few things when we talk about prayer. Paul yeah. describes and actually prescribes. So description is it's kind of like this. Prescription is do this. Right. He says pray without ceasing. If we put it in the context of um, you know if you if you keep it in the myth context, that's on my knees, eyes closed, uh, fingers yeah. crossed. I can't do that driving. I can't do that right. at work, etc. But what you just said is if I'm in a, let's say, an invisible relationship with Jesus next to me, Holy Spirit in me, who's connected to Father, there can be an ongoing conversation where we're literally, we're part of that fellowship.
fellowship, but we're saying, hey, God, what do you want to do right now? Yeah. Um, and he's going to say, work hard if you're at work. Sure. What do you want to do right now? Check on your children. What are you going to do right now? I want to talk to you about your thoughts. I, what do you want to do right now? I want to I want to go on a walk with you. You know, I mean, yeah. God may say all kinds of, hey, let's read the scriptures. Uh, and so we can talk about what the voice of God says, but we've done that before and we'll do that again in the future. But really, when we talk about it without ceasing, mm-hmm. it's in the context of relationship. And it's in a context of not just us shooting up a bunch of requests, but actually engaging in a, in a dialogue, if you will. He speaks, we listen, mm-hmm. we speak, he listens. And it's a lot of back and forth thing. And that is the thing. God, what do you want to do right now? What are you saying? We get this from John's gospel to Jesus. He just, Jesus keeps saying that again and again and again. They said, how did you know to teach that way? How did you know to do this? Mm-hmm. How did this? And he just always connected it back into relationship mm-hmm. with his God, mm-hmm. um, which you know, if, if prayer then is like that, then prayer doesn't move God as much as it moves us. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, if you, if your prayer life has just really been request and then kind of like a fervorous, God, do this, I, I'm, I guarantee you've been frustrated because <laughs> yeah. I have been too. Prayer isn't praying up for, uh, there's something to come down from heaven. Like, please send down this package. It's more, it's not like a, a pacifying thing. It really should activate us to listen and engage with God. Yeah. I hear you saying it's a conversation, not a monologue. Um, yeah. the, the idea of a, almost a message in a bottle prayer. I put it in a bottle. I send it on the ocean. I hope the winds of fate direct mm-hmm. it to mm-hmm. its course. Mm-hmm. I hope that God's will is done. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a dialogue, not just requests. Obviously, some of those are requests, but we believe right. that God would answer like a good father um, now, when, that we don't have to wait beyond the grave to sure. find the answers. He wants to speak into mystery in some parts, and he mm-hmm. wants to speak to us directly. As many as the sand on the shore are the thoughts that you have for me, yeah. oh God, as David would pray. So yeah. we know that he's speaking more than we want to listen, and mm-hmm. so we're asking to lift the lid. We're the lid. Yeah. We're the ones with the umbrella. Right. We're not searching for him. He's searching for us, and yeah. we need to take the umbrella off to realize that heaven heaven is now. And and so really, you might be asking yourself at this point in the, in the podcast, how does this have to do with extend? I thought this was about others, not about me. <laughs> well, here's the reality, is that actually the the... The prayer problem is the only problem. One of the things that yeah. we talked about all throughout the is EE huge. is that we, if we had three topics to talk about in terms of extending the kingdom of God, we would spend 80 to 90% of that talking about just prayer. Because we know mm. that if the dialogue can get started, if the heavens can get opened and rendered, mm. we know that extend will happen on accident mm. more than it will happen on purpose. And so wow. uh, that's, that's almost the one-step mm. process that mm. we're proposing here. It's just ask God what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And we know that if you ask, mm. he will respond. And if he responds, he'll equip you and send you and yeah. empower you to do what you're supposed to be doing in each moment. Yeah. To I, extend his kingdom. Yeah. So that, Oliver, that's something you brought in uh, on the third session we had. And, and you just mentioned the church and people of God. And we do not have a, 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 per, a presence of God issue or, and we talked about presence being with people. We'll talk about that next session. And power is how God brings heavenly moments, heavenly power, his presence into those moments with people. You, you really said we have a prayer ish, issue, a prayer problem, not a presence or power. Because right. presence, we're with people. Power is available. Nothing's impossible for God. I would say pastorally, when I watch my life or others, I feel like sometimes our listening is really narrow. We mm. pray for one thing. We look for one thing. Um, and I, I just want to encourage you, podcast listener, as you're praying, don't be discouraged. But would you consider just kind of sitting back and kind of stretching out the thought as you're listening and talking and, and praying with God? Get a little wider, a little deeper, a little higher, if you will. Mm-hmm. As Paul said about um, to ch- Church of Ephesus, may we know the height, the depth, the width, the length, and the breadth of the love of Christ. So let's get wider and breathier in that way. Mm. Uh, and that's why we're talking about prayer, yeah. because we won't be people who are present with others and experiencing God's provision through power if we aren't people who are connected 
to yeah. that give that man that person. Yeah. Um, the the last thing we want to mention about prayer before we go into our our guest voice for the day, Katie Fink, is just that. Uh, and Oliver's going to end with this today. But we talked about um, wa- uh, walking while talking, chewing on truth, and trusting while trying is another way we talked about in equipping environment what it mm-hmm. looks like to pray. But I really like the way that you're couching this for our culture to go continue. It's really about praying through the scriptures. It's about praying in the Holy Spirit and then praying in partnership. I know you're going to explain that as we close, but remember when I said in the beginning, prayer, you might not understand or may come in with what you think prayer is. And we mean, we're still saying all this is under the category of prayer. Right. It's to be in a conversing dialogue relationship with God, just like Jesus was. And we do need to remind you, we believe that Jesus was the normal human in history, the most normal human in history. And when he said, I do this because my father says this, I don't do this because my father says this, um, we see great precedents, again, which we'll talk about in the coming weeks, about how Jesus operated, we believe, as a yellow light person. So um, So I think it's time. You want to make a comment? And then uh, why don't we invite Katie Fink to come on back while you make that comment? Yeah, Katie is at the door, actually. Come on in here, Katie. Come on in, Katie. We'll welcome you officially in just a moment when you get in here. I'll just give a brief segue here. It's like, we are so excited. Hey, Katie, you're the best. Um, We are just so excited at City Lights just to be doing life alongside with others. And the good thing about this, you know, EE is, you know, we talked and we only had two hours and it felt like no time at all that we had time Mm -hmm. to share. Mm -hmm. But the encouraging part is that God does all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, we present ourselves and we ask the question, what's God saying? But the cool part yeah. is to watch what he does when we just surrender. And so the good news today is that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It is calling people to respond to it. And his church is alive and well. Mm-hmm. And we're not special. and We're not extra super smart or extra super, you know, particularly strong. We just we just want to be available. That's yeah. really what we want to do. And, and I really do believe that's the key to see power and kingdom extend in everyday life through everyday people like you and me. Yeah. And so um, we were just excited to have Katie here. Hello, Katie, by Hi, the way. Oliver. It's great to have you um, in our little cove, our podcast cove. And we're just going to chat today podcast a little bit cove. about EE. Um, first of all, um, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Um, yeah, Katie and, and John, just as an introductory, if you are not part of City Lights, have been serving with us and part of the family here at City Lights. They serve with kids. They do such a great job with teaching the kids, like my kids, Leo and Rose, um, in, in Little Lights. But anyways, um, without further ado, Chris, did you want to uh, shoot a few questions? I'm just really glad. I mean, podcast listeners, you don't know this, but Oliver and I have been really praying about bringing other voices in, and we've, we've thought about business people and other people that we know or read books, and it's just really neat that uh, God, we really believe that the Lord wanted Katie Fink to be here today as a voice, and one of the things we were praying about earlier is just trying to calm Katie, not that she was nervous, but just say, hey, you're, you're to us a living example of what mm-hmm. God's kingdom, the kingdom of heaven is about, and, uh, and that's, we all are, and so whether we're a good example or a bad example, we don't have to do anything like that, but Katie, we, you know, as a staff, we, we celebrate you and John's faithfulness to the Lord mm-hmm. because our church experiences it. And, and we're becoming friends, too, and we love you. You know, mm-hmm. we're so excited about you guys, but we're just really honored, really thankful that you're willing to just share what God's up to in your life. Um, we love that you're at this church for this time, and we just officially welcome you to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks. It's well, a great moment. John and I are so thankful to have City Lights. It's really, um, for those of you that don't know us, we're oddballs. <laughs> in a great way. Yeah. We're in, the just, in, in the best of ways. Yeah. yeah, we're just a little wild and crazy and um, City Lights has definitely been the place where we mm. feel 
absolutely comfortable to feel who, like, to be mm. who we are. Mm. So good. And it's just embraced, and it's not cool. looked down upon, and it's looked at um, in a way that those things are gifts about us yeah. as mm-hmm. opposed to, like, those things wow. are mm-hmm. odd and weird. And we are just so, so thankful for a place that encourages mm. that, mm. encourages seeking the Lord, mm. and also is so community minded. Mm-hmm. We're always thinking about what we can do to further God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. And that is just awesome. wonderful. Wow. And so we're so thankful for that. I'm glad and we're yeah. glad you're experiencing that and feel that because I mean, when you were just sharing that, I was like, wow, that's a cool church. That's great. But what I'm I instantly went into and went like, oh well Psalm one thirty nine says that God knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb and knew your name and knew every day that was before you and fashioned every part of you. And so the nuances that is Katie Fink or John Fink and all the quirks and things that we might call oddball, we love and celebrate. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, you're a, you're an outgoing, extroverted personality, and, and yet we have people who are quiet and might not even notice, and we celebrate all kinds of people mm-hmm. and want to celebrate the personality God's put in them because his light is now in you. And yes. so you radiate not just personality, but when you speak and you walk in a room, life happens for other people. It's a, it's a stained glass, mm-hmm. and the light of Christ shines through you. So. Right. Uh, you know, if you feel like, oh, City Lights is the only place for oddballs. Well, we do mean that. We all need Christ, and we're a little, and we're very odd yeah. without <laughs> Him. But we are who we are in Christ, mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean that our personality, the, that part that He's really designed, gets lessened. It actually comes to life the most. So we love, yeah, we love your, you know, however you want to define it. Um, we want everyone to feel that way. I'm just glad you said that because I feel the same way. I can be me, you know, yeah. there, and it's it's not just tolerated; it's appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. good. Well, as you listen in the other room, Katie, we're talking about heaven being now, not just later. Heaven mm-hmm. is a destination for now. It's not only beyond the tomb or beyond death. And um, we just wanted to bring you in to hear your thoughts, hear your heart about how does the reality that heaven is now um, affect your paradigm? How does it? What does that mean to you, heaven is now? And how does that affect the way that you would look at life or the way that you would live your life? Mm-hmm. Um, well... A couple of things. Realizing that heaven is now mm-hmm. is such a freeing experience mm. because you're no longer limited to seeking after something that will be a reward later on. Mm. Right. God gives it to you now, mm-hmm. and it's so freeing to have that. Mm-hmm. You're no longer restricted by, well, is this going to be good enough? Is this going to be okay? It's like, it doesn't matter. God's here with me now. Oh, he wow. wouldn't let me do something. It's a huge deal. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. Mm. It's so huge. Mm. Uh, well, I, well, yeah, if you pause, I'm going to ask a question, then um, clarify something. It sounded like, you know, one, you pointed to God's presence with you, which mm-hmm. is. I have no question about that. I agree, and I, be- I love how you're believing that and living that out. I think you'd say that everything that you anticipate in the glory to come after death mm-hmm. is not necessarily all happening right now for you, correct? So um, so what does that look like with heaven now, yet it, it's, it is and it's not always the way we might think, I guess I'd say? Like, you're, you're walking with God. Are you saying... <laughs> Maybe it's this, that you're saying God's presence with me means more than the what I do and don't have? Or, you know, yeah. like, help me understand that, if you understand the question there, it, you stirred it up in me when you shared. So, instead of just doing things with the anticipation of how amazing I'm going to feel with God mm-hmm. when that time comes, mm-hmm. 
I'm feeling that wonder and that excitement now. Ah, uh, you're living that out and rather I'm, than trying to get somewhere else. Okay. Right. And so awesome. I know that there is more to come when yeah. Yeah. my time comes to be gone. Yeah. And when Jesus comes back. But it's it's more about just a freedom from even thinking in that way. Like mm. I'm trying to achieve something that I will never be able to achieve. Mm. Or I'm trying to get to a place where I can feel or sense those awesome wonders that God has for us. I don't have to try anymore. It's mm. just there. Realizing that the blessings of heaven are now and real and that we can see them and we can sense them and we can work with them wow. by allowing God to work through us. All right, so that's huge. That's a beautiful truth. How, have you experienced that yet? Yes. All right, I need I need to hear like one of Oliver's favorite <laughs> thing is testify story. So, because I I think what you just said is true. I believe it. But the one one of the main reasons you're here is because we have heard that you're experiencing that. So tell us what has your journey been about that truth that's proven that true that I believe you. Why do I believe you? You're experiencing it, not just believing it. So. I think the where a big shift came in was when you guys explained removing that lid. Yeah. And it was just the perfect phrasing mm. for me to understand in that moment mm -hmm. that I am the one holding me back mm. from experiencing God and from receiving even more of him than mm. I already had. Mm. Um and so once and it was it was literally just like a a two second decision awesome. where I was like, okay, well that lid is gone. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah, that's good. And it's been incredible mm. to say the least. Mm. I don't a hundred percent know how to describe it, but. Would well, you have any examples that something's been different prior to that understanding at work, at home with your husband? Yeah. Like what now the lid's been purposefully intentionally agreed off. What's been different? I don't even know where to start. Everything has been different. Mm -hmm. My communication style has been so Why? much different. How so? Because I'm just not hindered anymore by what might come out of me or what other people are going to think from what I say because I'm starting with God. Oh, and you guys awesome. had wow. explained it in a certain way where you would explained it as doing life with God. Mm. So the easiest way that I could describe it is instead of going back to God with my experiences and with problems or oh. whatever I've done, God is already with me uh -oh. there in the moment. <laughs> uh -oh. He's there. And so he already knows what I'm feeling. And it's like instant <laughs> calming, awesome. instant um, gratification wow. for who I am. There's, mm. I have a lot less nervousness and anxiety because I'm able to better communicate with God mm. about what I'm experiencing and maybe why I'm responding a certain way or mm. why it's causing certain feelings, mm. I'm able to communicate with my husband better. Wow. I'm able to share my burdens with him, mm. which has been wow. so helpful for us in the last few weeks. Mm. I mean, he's able to truly uplift me in the way that he was meant to mm -hmm. because I am no longer held back to share who I am and what I'm experiencing with him yeah. as well. Yeah. And here's why truth sets us free as Gracious. John A. As we lean awesome. into this in our, in our sermon series right now. Like you said, it didn't take six months. It took a flip of a switch. Mm -hmm. it's, it's truly understanding. Mm -hmm. Truth can set you free. Um, that changes communication, everything that you mentioned. Um, and 
I think that, um, yeah, I think that the idea, if we're not a yellow light or if we're not a green light, well, we're a red light. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. quite literally either our teaching or our preference could put us in a position where it's raining outside. There's opportunities for grace. There's opportunities for breakthrough. There's opportunities for power, for forgiveness all around us. And this is me hopefully landing this sermon because Katie is preaching to us this, you know, <laughs> <Right>. this afternoon, <laughs> landing this sermon for you in your car or wherever you're at to say, what if the only thing keeping you from your next breakthrough was the red light mentality you had over mm-hmm. your, over your uh, circumstance and over your situation? Um, which is just great, and I love that you that you brought up that topic, Katie. Anything else yeah, on could your you, heart? Or? Like, think just Katie. If you could think of our podcast listeners, I mean, there's so many people out there. We, we have people listening around the world too who aren't who weren't at equipping environment. Right. You know, I mean, we had like 80 or so people at equipping environment. Our church is much larger than that, so mm-hmm. a lot of city lighters weren't there. And so, just if you could think about the Katie Finks out there, yeah. Um, and That's Katie great. Finks that don't have a relationship with Jesus, and Katie Finks like yourself three years from now growing. Like, what what practical? Just if you could really sum up to one practical of what you just shared, uh, maybe it's just like a trust him, lift the lid, believe, faith, or or just like he's real. Like just you, just from your heart, like what's the practical thing that you would encourage our listener with today? To listen. Mm-hmm. I would say in in this world that we live in now, we get so distracted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me quieting myself (laughs) to listen to God. And I didn't even have to try that hard. I mean, it was the day after the first equipping environment when you guys had sent us home with all, you know, verses and things like that to dwell over. I, all I said was, okay, God, I'm, I'm open to you. I'm listening to you. And then something came on the radio that stirred me to look up a passage. And Mm -hmm. then I looked up Mm -hmm. 10 other passages and it was just that, Immediate mm. that you don't even have to try that hard. God right. wants to give all that stuff right. to you. Right, Oliver. What I just heard Katie say is mm. she positioned herself hungry and thirsty. Yeah. Um. You know, Dallas Willard, who's influenced our church, and just said it. You know, grace is not opposed uh, to effort; it's opposed to earning. And mm. and Katie was like, "Well, God, what are you saying? I'm listening." You know, mm. and that's she just said listening. And I, I think that's we talk about this all the time. It's just about. It's what Jesus did. Hey, why are you doing that? He's like, I just was listening to my father, and this is what he said. This is what he did. This is what he taught me. And so, Katie, spot on, girl. Mm-hmm. That's it. And podcast listener, what does it look like, as Katie did, to step back and go, hey, do you want to talk about anything and everything that I'm doing? I'm going to listen. I mean, mm-hmm. we can all do that, right? Like, hey, God, I'm listening. Listen. Got anything? Yeah. yeah. So, Katie, thank you so much. Uh, that's just welcome. such That's great. Thank you for sharing your story. Just thank you for sharing just also that practical. That's that's just flawless, girl. I love it. Mm -hmm. So glad you're our first voice. Thank you. It's a celebratory moment. Yeah, it really is. Oliver, why don't you just kind of, can you sum up for us prayer? I mean, that's our topic today, really. Yeah. And we saw the truth of trust is that heaven is not only a destination, but it is also right now. And the myth is that relationship with God is is closed to moments rather than all the time but mm-hmm. um so as we think about prayer could you send us out with yeah. just those practical handles that you're so great at, at giving us yeah so as a reminder we are talking about extend and the first part of extend culture at city lights is prayer and we believe it's probably the most important thing that we could do mm-hmm. as as in the presence and the power part Absolutely. kind of happen on their own or on accident more than mm-hmm. they even do on purpose but 
Um, just a couple of next steps that you might consider for this week. The first is to pray through the scriptures, not to get through the scriptures, but allow the scriptures to get through you mm-hmm. and to ask, really, the scriptures should be a vehicle mm-hmm. to an encounter with the God that wrote them, to mm-hmm. talk to the mm-hmm. author that wrote them. And so, yeah. Holy Spirit, what are you stirring in me in the scriptures mm-hmm. that I need to hear? Because those things are living and active. I'm not reading homework assignment. I am dwelling deeply with the words of truth, with the words of life. And mm-hmm. so how can I have an encounter with the scriptures rather than just a reading assignment with the mm-hmm. scriptures? The second thing is uh, I'd encourage is for just praying throughout the day um, mm-hmm. in the spirit. And, and here's the thing is that, you know, there's a difference. The opposite of faith isn't doubt. I heard a preacher say the opposite of faith is sight. And a world uh, that we're continually just leading, leaning on our own observations and our own reflections is not enough. Mm-hmm. We need another voice. And mm-hmm. if we want heaven and not just the best version of our material world, mm-hmm. we need to listen to heaven. Mm-hmm. We need to listen to what is heaven saying, even if it contradicts what our sight is saying. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's telling you to give to that homeless mm-hmm. person, even if you expect he'll just abuse that money. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's telling you to go back to and forgive that person, even if you feel like, mm-hmm. you know, that might be a lost cause. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but... All I do know is if we want impossible things to happen, we need to move in ways that it, that uh, attract impossible things to um, to occur. Mm-hmm. So what is the Spirit saying? Not what is your own intellect saying. Lean not on your own understanding, but lean in on His understanding mm-hmm. and He'll direct our, our, our paths. Mm-hmm. And the last one is just to pray in partnership. We're not meant to go alone. Mm-hmm. And I really do believe Jesus was an expert in this field and when he sent the 72 in twos he could have sent mathematically to a wider geographical area if he sent 72 Mm. out one by one but he sent him in twos because there's an accountability piece there's an encourageability piece and there's a fivefold there's different gift sets immediately that happen when we get sent out in twos Mm. so as you begin to pray for your neighborhood don't pray alone Mm. if you're not in a city group join and jump into a city group it's not too late the best place for mission is within the context of family the people Mm. I know that thrive and seeing the kingdom come in their life are doing it with others. Mm-hmm. People that are isolated do not see as much breakthrough in this area, if it's any, true. in my opinion. And so be humble and be hungry, as Katie is talking about, and mm-hmm. lead and live together with others as we extend the kingdom. Yeah, that's so great, Oliver. Appreciate that. Pray in the scriptures, pray in the spirit, pray in partnership. Beautiful, great words. Katie, I'm going to ask you in just a moment to just say a, a prayer over our listeners and just a prayer of encouragement, almost commissioning them. You've heard me commission people and just simple words, just just to, and this is live podcast listener. She didn't know I was going to ask her to do that, but I just sense that you could just <laughs> just bless them in that way. And uh, podcast listener, we love that you're listening. We love that you're out there. Remember, if you want a copy of that painting, where you can get them at City Lights on a sunny morning. If you don't attend or you're somewhere else in the country or world, uh, just let us know at info at citylights.cc with any feedback you have about the podcast or you'd like a painting. And of course, we love when you leave feedback on the iTunes podcast. That actually helps more people discover the podcast that you're benefiting from. So we're so glad uh, you joined us. We hope that we helped you see better where you are and clearly define a potential next step in your faith with Jesus. And we love that you're joining us. And uh, Katie's going to pray us out this uh, on, on this podcast, if you would, Katie. Awesome. Thank you. Um... God, thank you for this opportunity for us to just come together and to share what we experience about you mm-hmm. and do it in such a way that we can send it to others that mm-hmm. we don't even encounter personally, mm-hmm. but that mm-hmm. your word is not limited yeah. by that. Um, mm-hmm. I thank you just for the wonderful teachings that we've all been able to experience, mm-hmm. how it's helped us grow in mm-hmm. you. I would ask that you would just 
give those listening a hunger for you because that is all you want. You just want us to come to you and then you pour yourself Mm. out on us. (laughs) And just the freeing experience Mm. of living with Mm. you, not going to you Mm. when things are troubling, Mm. but being with you in every moment and how that just frees us from all of the burdens of today. I thank you so much for my wonderful church family Mm. and that we may be able to do your work Mm. as you would see it done. Mm. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Woo, girl, you set a precedent high. That's great. (laughs) We love you, podcast listeners. We'll see you next time. Adios. Bye.